just shooting pretty videos is not enough for business owners because we've got to think a little bit more about actually getting a result from it and getting well having a goal first of all what is it you want to achieve is it to get traffic back to your blog is it to get an opt-in is it a sales video so you've got to have a pretty clear goal what you're trying to do with your videos before you shoot it the online marketing show with joseph bushnell helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic improving conversion rates increasing customer value and getting things done fast listen take action make money Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Jules Watkins. He's an absolute expert when it comes to everything to do with online video. Go to videohero.com to find out more. In this interview, Jules is going to share three tips for getting great quality iPhone videos, a cool iPhone accessory that will make your videos look super professional, the easiest tools for editing your videos, and also how to devise a video strategy so that you can build your email list and sell. All this and much more coming up. So if you'd like to learn how to make money with online video, don't go anywhere. Jules, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, no, no worries, Jerry. Thanks very much for inviting me on. Jules, how did you get into online video and then creating video products? Wow, well, that's that's a big question, but I'll try and make it brief. So I got into online video because a few years ago, I was working in television as a, a director and a producer, having a, a crazy life. Some of it was great, exciting. On the other hand, it was pretty hard work and I was very short of time. And I started looking around thinking, what could I actually do online to leverage my own skills a little bit better than just running around um, like a headless chicken all over the place trying to film TV shows? And I just stumbled upon people uh, making online videos and people talking about how to make online videos. And I thought, you know what, I could do that. I've got a lot of experience um, quite unique experience having worked in TV for about 10, 12 years at that stage. And I thought, you know what, I could actually uh, jump on board and I could see that video was becoming very, very popular and being discussed a lot in various forums where I was. So I started thinking about, you know, blogging and then launching info products to help entrepreneurs and business owners make their own videos. You're very well known, Jules, for a course that you did called iPhone Video Hero. Um, it's a course that a lot of people have heard about and you know, you're quite famous for in, in your niche. So let's talk about iPhone. How do we get great quality video with iPhone? Yeah, good question. Thanks very much for the compliment. Yeah, I'm, I'm very famous. When I get my iPhone out, I get recognized. No, <laughs> not really. But it, it did spread that one. And that was interesting for me because it was my second info product. And... Uh, that one really did take off. I think it's because I actually just found a really specific need. And of course, the iPhone is the camera, you know, that's already, that you already own, the camera that's in your pocket. So that's, that worked out really well for me. And so the answer, to answer your question, well, you know, it's really like any video camera. You've got to do a few things. Firstly, you've got to think about lighting would be one thing. It doesn't matter what camera you've got. If you don't have uh, some understanding of light, then that's going to be a problem, particularly with the smaller cameras. They actually need light. Light is like uh, food and drink to those sort of cameras. So a bit about light, thinking about 
stabilizing them and not, not, uh, you know, how to hold it by hand. If you're going to do some hand holding type videos, um, obviously using a tripod would be pretty basic. Then adding some low cost sound equipment, just so making sure that the audio is good because the audio is absolutely crucial, even, even more important in some ways than the visuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the basic principles of any camera really applies, uh, to the iPhone and then, Working to its strengths and knowing about how to control, even though, you know, some people laugh at me when I, when I tell them I've, I've got a training about iPhone because they say, well, it's so simple. You just hit record. But in fact, the, you know, with the iOS, you can actually control things like exposure and focus and some of the apps you can get give you even more control than you might imagine. So really controlling it rather than it controlling you and thinking about some broad video principles that would be one sure way to sort of boost up your quality okay so can you give us one of your favorite iphone accessories yeah sure that's the great thing about iphones and that whole family of products is there's so many manufacturers creating uh accessories for the iphone so you know i could pick many but one i'll just pick it would be the clip it's k-l-y-p manfrotto clip k-l-y-p and it's basically a case for your iphone but it what it does is it gives you a tripod socket because one of the disadvantages of, of iPhones and smartphones is they don't have a built-in tripod socket, so you need that to use a tripod, standard fit. So it's a case that offers you that. It's very robust, so I at some points keep it on all the time because you know when you drop your phone, it actually stops protects it, even if you're not using it for video. But also it's got little clips on it so you can fit things like a little... LED light on top, sometimes very handy if you shoot in very gloomy circumstances, like perhaps you do little interviews at conferences or events or meetups where the lighting can often be quite poor. You can put a little um, LED, small little light on top of it. You can clip other things onto it as well, additional equipment. So yeah, Manfrotto clip would be my hot tip for an accessory. And what would be your hot tip for an iPhone app? Wow, apps. Oh, that's another great thing about iPhones is all the apps that are out there to actually help you create better videos. Um, I'm going to pick one that's it's not sort of directly related. It's just one that I love and people that I help love. And it's called PhotoSync. So PhotoSync, S-Y-N-C. And it's not a shooting app. It's just a utility app, really, uh, uh, for your workflow. And what that enables you to do is just send your videos very quickly back from your your iPhone or even your iPad back to your desktop. Whether you're on a Mac or a PC, it works fine. And the handy thing about that is that, for example, if you're shooting at, at home at your office or in your home studio and you've got everything set up and you've got it all on your tripod and it's all beautifully set up, you don't want to take it off the tripod and then go and plug it into your computer and download clips. You can just send it wirelessly as long as you're in a wireless network. You can just transmit your footage pretty quickly directly back to your computer. So that's great for um, when you're editing, but also it's good for, for doing what I call a, a technical check. Because when you're shooting, what you want to do is make sure it's all sounding and looking great. And it's quite, you can do it on the iPhone screen, but it's a lot better to actually send it to your laptop or your desktop to actually look at it big and play it through good speakers, check the lighting, check that your shirt, you know, is, looks nice and ironed and uh, your hair and your makeup if you wear any looks good so i like just sending it back from the tripod straight to my computer to have a really good look at it before i go and shoot like a whole bunch of videos 
and then realised later there was something wrong. Okay, so um, shooting a video is one thing, but how about video strategy? You know, let's talk about strategy. What are the best types of video to make with an iPhone and how can we leverage the device for our businesses? Wow, that's a great question because you're absolutely right. You know, just shooting pretty videos is not enough for business owners because it's not about just pretty videos. That's what people who shoot, you know, family videos and um, make, make artistic videos do. But we've got to think a little bit more about actually getting a result from it and getting or well, having a goal. First of all, what is it you want to achieve? Is it to get traffic back to your blog? Is it to get an opt in? Is it a sales video? So you've got to have a pretty clear goal what you're trying to do with your videos before you shoot it. That would be one thing. But you know what I love? And I, I call it the iPhone video advantage is being able to just um, use the advantage of the size of it and the fact that, as I mentioned right at the top, that it's the camera that's always with you and letting people into your life a little bit. So putting back the curtains and showing a little bit behind the scenes, whether whatever kind of business you run, whether you run a, a, a real world business, a physical business where you sell things, even a restaurant could be, or if you're doing internet marketing, it still applies. I'll give you one concrete proven example that I did. I went on a, a ski holiday, um, snowboarding, in fact, because I'm a bit cool. I only do snowboarding. And <laughs> I went on this holiday, took my iPhone. You know, I don't take big cameras with me on holiday. It's a pain to pack all the big cameras away and, you know, look after them. And you're always worried they're going to get stolen. Whereas you're, you're always going to take your phone, right? You know, so it's, mm -hmm. so you're going to basically leverage the camera. And what I did was I wanted to do some kind of offer for my products. So I wanted to do a, Offer and it was happened to be the Winter Olympics, so I did an Olympic size sale of my my products. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I filmed myself on the slope. So I got on the snowboard, I put the, I held out the camera in front of me, the iPhone in front of me, um, filmed myself as I came down. I happened to fall off my snowboard, which was fairly common for me. <laughs> um, and I featured all that in the video. So it was me saying, "Hi guys, having a great time. It's the Olympics. I'm out here in the snow." And I actually put a little um, British flag in the corner of the video to make it look like I was uh, in the Olympics and a little Olympics logo just for a bit of fun, um, basically sort of showing how not to be in the Olympics. And I kind of integrated that into my message, like, here I am, I'm, having, I'm on a ski trip, it's costing me quite a lot of money, I've got two kids, so I'm going to run this sale. I'm going to run a sale where I'm going to do a discount on my products and it's going to last for a limited time. And the whole thing was shot on the slope, okay? Mm-hmm. That video converted so well for me, and I think several reasons. You know, it, it was different. It didn't feel very salesy. Um, it showed a little glimpse of, of, of me and the fact that I've, that I've got kids and that I'm a sort of family guy. And it just sort of, it wasn't, it wasn't just faceless and it, it wasn't like a mystery. Who is this person that I'm going to give my money to? So I think it made people feel more relaxed. And also it picked up on the mood of the, of the, of the Olympics and the sort of outdoor lifestyle and the freedom that I think you can get through video and info products and things like that. So it sort of wrapped a whole load of the themes that I talk about into one video. So, you know, that, that went on a bit, but that would just be one example of um, taking the opportunity. You know, you could be on a, on a train, you could be going to a meetup, you could be on holiday, you could spot something in the street, like a, it could be a really bad marketing message that, that makes you laugh, or it could be a really good um, marketing message. So I would say, Keep shooting and keep collecting material and integrate that into your videos. Jules, is that video still up online anywhere? Is there anywhere that we can go and check it out? 
I can probably dig it out for you, but I have to say the offer's not open now. Sure. But I'm more than willing to um, point you a link to it, a secret link for Joey and his tribe, um, <laughs> so you can you can see what it was like. Cool. Uh, okay, so we talked a lot about iPhone. Um, what about the iPad? Does that work exactly the same way as iPhone, or are there some differences? Very, very similar, in fact. And, and one of my favourite tools is the iPad Mini. The Mini is a great little. It's got a great camera, the same as the other the other iPads, but I like the size of it. It's a bit more portable. You can hold it in your hand more easily. But also what's great about the iPad is when you um, shoot on the um, front-facing camera, which is a HD camera, you can basically point it at yourself and you can see yourself on a really nice monitor. So if you're filming by yourself, being able to see yourself on quite a large monitor um, it's really good for, for checking, you know, that you're standing in the middle and everything's looking good. So I love the iPad Mini. It operates very, very similar, the cameras and everything. The microphones and the audio works the same. The only difference would be just got to get a bigger case. There's, there's loads of choices on Amazon, all kinds of different cases and grips for iPads if you want to mount it onto a tripod. Um, it works It works good. You know, the larger iPads are quite hard. If you're going to do a lot of hand-holding, and, you know, you might want to do that if you're filming location interviews where you can't put a tripod down or if you're in some kind of sports or fitness niche where you just need to be moving around a lot they're a lot harder to handhold than, than iphones but for a home office camera or studio camera absolutely great let's talk about the editing side of things i know that you're a big fan of ScreenFlow on the mac um, because you have a course called ScreenFlow hero where you teach people how to use ScreenFlow. so do you have any big editing tips for us yeah, great. No, on the, on the Mac, I'm definitely a fan of ScreenFlow, partly because a lot of people that I teach are making hybrid videos. So it's they're not they're not making long films. If you're going to make long films or documentary type videos, you're probably a lot better off with like Final Cut on a, on a, a Mac or Premiere on the PC. But for short videos that most entrepreneurs are making, where you're going to mix in some screen capture, perhaps some text, some animations, and some real world video footage, then ScreenFlow on the Mac, Camtasia on a PC are the, by far the most popular. As for tips, you know, I picked up a lot of editing because, as I mentioned before, I was working in TV, directing these shows, and I would sit for about five to six weeks. That's how long a TV show takes to edit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a one-hour, like, complex show. Wow. Um, I'd, I'd sit with professional editors for from, like, 9 till 6, 7, 8 p.m. at night for, like, five to six weeks and doing that, you suddenly just see this sort of expert at work. And I picked up so many tips from those guys that I've been able to plan my videos and then teach as well. And, you know, I'd say one of the main things is not getting caught up in the nitty gritty at the very beginning. The best thing you can do is if you've shot a video is just to do a very, very rough edit of it and just get what's called the, the sync. When I say sync, it's S-Y-N-C, getting the words right. So say you've recorded yourself on camera, I would just... Get it all, get it all on your timeline and just cut out the good bits and just lay it out very roughly, like block it out on the timeline. If you've done an interview, the same thing, just pick out the best bits and just before you get, because people at this stage often start thinking about the music, you know, too early or what text is going to be used or maybe starting to think about, you know, changing the colors of the video because it looks a bit too yellow or blue. They get really caught up in the, the finer details too quickly. What you want to do is lay it out on your timeline turn your back to your computer and play it through like a bit of radio, just listening to the audio, 
mm-hmm. listen to the audio and how does that feel? You know, does the story feel right? Is the message right? Is it got a good beginning, middle and end? Is it too long? Are you repeating yourself too many times? Is there a bit you could cut out? So then you just listen to it without being confused by the images. Then go back, then trim it up a bit. Maybe you want to swap two things around um, and reverse the order. And then once you've locked it down so that the actual words sound good and the message is good and it's interesting, that's the point when you then start to actually properly edit. That's when you think about music. That's when you think about dressing it up, you know, with other shots like B-roll, cutaway shots, text, images, photos. So do that first before you get caught up in the details. George, your next course is DSLR Video Hero. What is DSLR for anyone that doesn't know? It's a um, digital single lens reflex camera. It's basically it's like a, a stills camera that you see. You'll be familiar with Canon or, or, or Nikon or Nikon, depends how you say it. So these will be the cameras that you see the um, sort of pro photographers and also a lot of tourists, you know, have them around their neck, quite heavy little cameras. But what's great about them is in, in recent years, they now integrate video. So they shoot like a fantastic HD quality video and they give you a really, because the lenses and the, the, the chip size, uh, the thing that captures the video, they shoot really like filmic quality video. In fact, some of these have been used on, on TV shows. If you're familiar with the TV show, the drama called House, that is actually filmed on a DSLR camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just give you a really beautiful look and they, you can push the background out of focus. And so I notice a, a trend, particularly with some of the, the sort of higher level marketers using DSLRs a lot just because they want to add an extra layer of quality into their videos. So that's what they, you know, that's essentially what they are. So is that the big advantage that it has over iPhone? It's the quality. It's, it's the quality. It's the fact that you can interchange lenses, um, a lot more easily where you can, you can clip on lenses to an iPhone, in fact, but get a lot better quality, better, better range of lenses. And it's just the fact that, the way it's configured means that you can really, what's called a shallow depth of field, pushing out the background out of focus. And yeah, and overall, it just gives you a, a much sort of superior look. I mean, they've both got their places, both the iPhone and the DSLR. And, you know, if you're just jumping into this new, you know, you might not want to start off with a DSLR. On the other hand, a lot of people buy them anyway because they're using them. If you're interested in photography and if you like photography anyway, maybe you've got kids and you're just taking a lot of photos some people just get a dslr as a family um tool but they can also use it for their business as well so if it's super high quality does that mean that it comes with a big price tag not really i mean it can do there are some really high-end cameras and and the professional very sort of top professional cameras but dslrs have come down in price a lot so really starting out for around about six hundred dollars you know, five, four, five hundred pounds, you know, up to sort of seven hundred pounds, five hundred dollars in that range. Um, in America, if you're listening to this in the, from America, you're lucky because it's cheaper. <laughs> but <laughs> those are the sort of price ranges. You know, you get yourself a body and a, and a standard uh, a lens on it or a kit lens, I should say, that comes with it. And that would, that's a basic unit there. Other lenses are kind of optional that you might want to add into it. So, you know, compared to, the old days, like when I, when I was shooting back in TV, the, the high end cameras that would offer the similar quality look, you were talking about $30,000. That would be the kind of cameras that the, the people that I was working with were using. And even I was using myself $30,000. Um, you know, we're talking now in the sort of seven, $800 range. So 
perfectly feasible to get one. And, you know, if you're, if you're running a business and you're making money in your business, which I hope you are, <laughs> otherwise, you know, that's why we're in business, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a huge expense when you think that what you can produce with it mm-hmm. compared to, if, for example, you were going to go out and pay somebody to make you a whole set of videos, it would literally pay, pay for itself pretty quickly. Jules, you've had a lot of success selling info products online, and we just mentioned some of your info products just then. Do you have any tips for someone else who is listening to this, who maybe is wanting to do an info product of their own using video, or maybe perhaps they have an info product already, but they'd like to sell more of it? Do you have any tips for us? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, correct, correct. as you said, I really have fallen in love with this idea of info products, and that was partly because I think well, in TV, I was creating content and I, I sort of treat these info products like little TV shows. So mm-hmm. I would say if you go and watch TV, some of the shows that do really well are actually very niche. And I don't know, one show I've been watching recently is Cake Boss. If you've got satellite or cable TV, you will might have noticed that. And it's basically about a chap who runs a, a cake business. Uh-huh. Um, but it's for, it's behind the scenes following this cake business as they build these incredible cakes. It's a bit like pimp my cake kind of thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, they, they get commissioned to make these amazing cakes and you see the whole process behind it. And then you, the, the big cake arrives at the, the wedding or the graduation or whatever it is. But it's, it's fascinating, but also it's very niche, you know, so it's, it's not just like, you know, running a restaurant, it's running a little cake business. So I think my first tip would be, you know, go, go, go very niche. Particularly now, there's lots more competition out there. And a lot of the, the bigger people offering info products, they still go quite broad because they're in a position where they've got very big lists and they can go very broad. So they can go like, you know, internet marketing, you know, that broad sometimes. Uh-huh. Whereas I think if you're starting out, you should go, go much narrow. You know, for example, in video, people go like video marketing 101. You know, there's, there's dozens, hundreds of courses like that. I think going, you know, as I've done, going much more narrow and really trying to solve a very singular problem for somebody, you're going to have a lot more traction early on because somebody's going to say, right, you know, that is exactly what I've got. You know, I've got an iPhone. That's for me, you know, or for example, with YouTube, rather than just like YouTube, um, YouTube for estate agents. You see what I mean? And then when, when somebody lands on it, they'll think, wow, you know, I've seen all these other courses, but this one, this one seems to be for me this one's made for me and that gives people this feeling like they really want to buy it partly because maybe their competitors bought it that would be one reason but it just addresses their needs so i would say go more narrow than you think you should that would be my first tip in terms of ongoing sales that relates to what i kind of said just before i'm in tv so in in tv the whole of the the marketing effort is huge in tv that the the actual shooting of the show is often just one segment of it. It's actually getting that show known about and getting people talking about it at the water cooler, getting the newspapers to talk about it. So in this online world, to my point of view is once you've got your course, you know, that's just a small percentage. You have got to get out there and market it like hell really. And you've got to go out and put in the legwork and, you know, maybe offline media or press is one option, but in the online world, you know, I'm talking about, blogs, I'm talking about podcasts, people that you can approach um, and go and market your product to them and try and feature on their blogs, feature on their podcasts. And obviously there's this thing called affiliate marketing where people who who mention you can get credited for, for sales. So building up an affiliate and going out and being very, very adventurous 
marketing it rather than just creating it sitting there and thinking, wow, isn't that great? I've made a course, but not making any sales. Brilliant. Jules, thank you so much for all the information that you've given us today. It's been really great to speak with you. Where can we get more of this stuff? Obviously, your courses are going to teach this stuff in more depth. And also, where can we just go to find out more about you? Yes, well, my blog is at videohero.com. So videoherohero.com. That's my home base. I'm building it out even more than it is already. And that's where you can find a little bit about me. I do post in there every week and you can find links to the training courses and also there's some free little guides as well that you can um, download as well and your courses Jules what, what would they be at this current point in time in 2014 right now I've got iPhone video hero I've got screen flow hero I've got um, a VIP site which is a, a membership site where I have expert guests talking about video and video marketing strategy, so it's more strategy-focused. I've got Info Video Hero, which is about how to make big selling info product, and I'm creating a, a product around DSLR as well. Jules, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thanks to everyone who tuned in as well. If you found this episode useful, please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And Jules, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, awesome. Yeah, thanks very much. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.